You want to do the clacky this week? Yeah, I'd love to. Do it. You got to do the first one, though. Do it. You got to keep the tradition. Okay, here we go. Here's the real one. (laughs) How you doing, baby? I'm doing good, man. I'm tired, but I'm doing good. I'm kind of tired, too. We got started a little later here. We're going to blame this on uh, Donnie Blackwell. That's what we're going to do. Only Donnie Blackwell. Mm -hmm. Nobody else. Nobody else. And it, as it should be. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to blame a lot on Donnie Blackwell. Yeah. Which he, he's never going to see this anyway, so right. whatever. I, I don't think he whatever. knows how to work a computer. I don't think so either. I don't, I don't know if he has a phone. <laughs> <laughs> nope. He might actually come in here and be like, what the heck, man? <laughs> we love you, Donnie Blackwell. <laughs> we, we, we shall see. Tell me about your week, man. What you, what, what's going on? Oh, man. You know, just being dad. Feel like a lot of this week was dad because my uh, uh, my wife and my daughter went to San Diego without me. Oh, was that <laughs> planned or it was planned? Yes, mm. no, it wasn't like they were like we're going for the weekend. So what are they doing <laughs> in San Diego? Uh, they just went and had a girls' weekend. Oh, the zoo, all that stuff. Or? Nope, just beaches and shopping. So apparently, the uh, back to school shopping's better in California. <laughs> Well, there goes everything you saved over the summer. Yeah, saved. Wow. <laughs> saved don't happen. So back to school shopping in San Diego. That's 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 the way to do it. And apparently. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would. I went to Mission Beach and all that fun stuff. I like Mission Beach. I, well, I haven't. I'm going to take that back. I haven't been there since I was a kid, but, well, since I was like a late teenager. But yeah, I had fun then. I probably hate it now. Cause I like Mission Beach. Mission Beach is pretty nice. I kind of like like getting up to Huntington Beach and all that stuff. A little bit, uh, a little bit closer, to, like the Anaheim area, a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. I feel like they're a little bit cleaner up there. <laughs> Huntington Beach is mine and Heather's beach. Yeah, and you told me about that. You got mm-hmm. like a little special hotel there. Yeah, that that Hilton that's right there. Mm-hmm. We we stayed on the beach when we were I don't know seventeen ish. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. We had a moment on Did that you? beach. Yeah, it was cool. I, I love that beach. That was that. That's actually the first like. You know, West Coast Beach I'd ever seen was was Huntington. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh I yeah, saw, you probably got to see a few in West Virginia there. That's right on the beach, isn't it? In the, ish, sorta. I mean, you're still several hours away. But yeah. I did go to the beach when I was a kid, and it was the most terrifying thing that, that ever happened to me in my childhood because we went to one of them beaches where it's like in Jaws, you know, mm-hmm. where it's just there's so many people. <laughs> there's more people you than can just there hear is the sand music in the background. Dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah, and. Uh, so at one point I got lost Uh-oh. on the beach. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, and I couldn't find anybody because I, I was just surrounded by like half naked strangers that were terrifying. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, I must have been five or something like that. But that's a moment that will stay with me my whole I was life. Can't say, just imagine how bad that'd be if you were in like Europe. <laughs> you know what's funny about like kids, right? <laughs> what's funny about kids like when they're lost? This isn't funny. This is heartbreaking. <laughs> but I can remember like running around to all these strangers saying. Where's my mom? Where's my? Do you know where my mom is? And Get away like, from me, kid. Like, who, what? Right. Who's your mom? <laughs> I don't want to be on the news later. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. So that was my first beach experience. My my second one with Heather was much better. Yeah. Yeah. Your first one out in the East Coast when you were five was with Heather too. Though? No, no, no. That no. we were. That was my. I only went to the beach once when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, your second uh, time ever was with Heather. Was with Heather in yeah. the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I heard the beaches on the East Coast are a little different too because. I don't know, like the the waters, all that at, was it? That's at Atlantic, yeah. Atlantic Ocean's like like completely different, like sh- color even. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I just I I remember a lot of you know half naked old old people. <laughs> I mean, it still happens that was, on the West Coast. Too. <laughs> <laughs> right. But as far as like mission goes now, like I don't think I would enjoy that as much as I did when I was eighteen. Because I feel like I've reached that old man point where everything pisses me off about people that are younger than me. And you Get know. off my beach. <laughs> Get off my beach. Well, I, I, I think I like the beaches that <coughs> have, like, the piers a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Like Huntington. I, I Really, I've only ever been to Huntington and Mission, and Huntington has, does have that nice pier on it. There's this beach. I can't. I don't even know what it's called. I can't remember. But we 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 go there every year whenever we go to like Disneyland, Anaheim mm-hmm. stuff, and it has like a strip mall, the pizza place. It has like the the greatest pizza place. I think it was called Perry's Pizza or something like that. But I can't remember what beach it was. But it's got a huge pier and and uh, one of them restaurants on the very end of the pier. Yeah, it's, it has to be cool. Huntington. It's got Ruby's on the end. No, it's not. It's not Huntington. Um, it's it's close by though. It's it's close. I have no idea how far Santa Monica is from. Huntington. I'd have to ask Heather. There's a few beaches right around there that are kind of big deal beaches. Yeah. 
And I, I, I lived in California for like a few months when I was doing drum corps. It was about it. So I don't have a whole lot of Californian, you know, yeah. <laughs> geography figured out. <laughs> I've never been to Northern California. I've always wanted to do that. NorCal is beautiful. I would uh, I went up there a few times for drum corps. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I went up to like the Concord area. But just driving through that country is very, very, very pretty. Like uh, once you get north of L.A., you know, yeah. <laughs> get out yeah. of the squalor. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's very, very pretty up there. I've always enjoyed Southern California. You know, I, I probably shouldn't say that too loud. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I've always had a fun time there. I can remember one of the jobs that I had when I was younger. Um, I got in with a, a staging company, mm-hmm. and uh, it was called uh, AV Concepts, and I was 20 when I got a job there. I wanted to be a sound guy, mm-hmm. you know, and so I got a job working in the warehouse and and then ended up having to drive a truck for him for for a, a couple of years before they'd even let me touch anything sound related. You know, I just drove the equipment hmm. and they gave me a job that lasted about seven months where all I did was drive to San Diego and back. <laughs> and that was it. Just uh, drive there and drop off a truck and pick up another truck and come back. And so I got, I got pretty sick of San Diego after yeah. a little while. Was that, uh, were you based in LA or where were you at? When you were... Here in uh, Tempe. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I don't then know why I thought you were <laughs> in LA for some reason. I don't know either. Hmm. But yeah, I, we, I drive from here to San Diego and then pick up a truck and then come right back. You're like 16 then, hours of driving. Yeah, it's, it, was a, it, was a tri- it was a trip. And then uh, I did that for several months. And then after that, it was the same routine, but with Vegas. Oh, so I'd have to go to Vegas every single day, and dang, dude, yeah, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a huge as, fan of Vegas. Just as long of a trip each way there. That's crazy. Yeah. Not a fan of Vegas, huh? I have fun at Vegas. I don't I pre- know, man. I'm, I appreciated it more when I was younger, and yeah. I was like drinking just excessively. <laughs> <laughs> I never did that. I never got to do. That. I never. I never. I haven't gambled in Vegas. I've never done the casinos. I mean, I played. Probably but the best. I've, <laughs> I've never done anything else. You know, there. It's like there to work and then come home and. So I've never like tried to enjoy anything there, but I think when I turned twenty-one, I uh, I'm pretty sure that I went to Vegas at least twenty-one times <laughs> in my twenty-first year of existence on this planet. <laughs> like I went entirely too many times. Like I had too many friends that you know were just like, "Yeah, let's go to Vegas." I'm like, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. Fantastic idea. Let's go to Vegas again, and you know, it, it, it was just the same thing. We'd go to the same like casinos, just yeah. get plastered and smoke <laughs> stogies and stuff you know yeah yeah i didn't get to do that yeah. but I, I wasn't really i was kind of a weird you know kid too so i didn't that was that, that was i'm not a real social person as you can probably tell by now but <laughs> i i you know i I've, i just always been like awkward in like big party situations and stuff yeah Unless I'm playing guitar, you know, playing guitar is like a safety net for me. But yeah. if I don't have like something to do, like play music, then oh, I'm, yeah, I'm completely you're super awkward. Uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, like I can't go to like bars and hang out. I can't like like an extroverted introvert. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I I do this because it's like a necessity. You know, I mm-hmm. it's I mean, I I love it, but you know, it it came to be a necessity. You know, it was a well, way for the, me to being the front man. Like, uh, yeah, I was, and I was always happy. Just you're better. You're, you're you were happier being the the guitarist. Yeah, I was very much happier. Yeah. Like, I, I well, I'm. I can't lie. You know, it's fun. I like singing. You know, I've, I've gotten I've gotten to love it. I'm not good at it, but I've gotten oh, to love it. And uh, but yeah, I've always, I, I you know, I've always felt my place was just you know being a guitar player. Yeah. Well, I don't but I'm having, that. but I'm having fun with this. I think there's a lot of people that would disagree with that statement now. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I am having fun with it. No, I really enjoy it. Oh, you're killing it, man. It's, it's just very funny that that. Um, it's funny how different that like, you and I are. Like I'm completely like off the walls all the time. I have yeah. no problem just like getting up there and making a complete ass out of myself. <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, I'm a, hey man, I don't know how you get away with saying stuff like that. I don't doing stuff. Like I don't that. know, it, guys like you and, and you know guys like Scott. You know, it, it's funny. I, in fact, I was just telling Scott about this last night. I'm like, I don't understand, like how you know how how how, how does it come so easy to you to just kind of be, you know, like just so outwardly going and like even say offensive things that would like you know, but like make somebody love you for it. You know, it, <laughs> how, how does that? Work, I man. think it's probably because you you say the offensive thing and then you have like a smile on your face like you're just like dude I'm not maybe I meaning just, this I haven't figured out the timing as my that's problem, probably what it is I mean if you think like all the the, the the comedians and I'm not saying I'm a comedian I'm just saying yeah. like those guys could say some really fucked up things and you're just like yeah. ah that was funny <laughs> like that person just made I don't know an age joke or something and like everybody's <laughs> laughing now you know like it, 
Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, I think it's probably a lot of like body language involved with that. Yeah. I will, I will never be one of those guys. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, you, I remember when you first started doing that here and you were like super freaked out about being out front and, you know, singing in front of people and stuff like that. Yeah. Even like talking to people. Yeah. Was... Like you, uh, you were, uh, I could definitely tell like it was not the easiest thing on earth for you. And yeah. it was a struggle for you every day that you came in here. And, and <laughs> it was. And I, I'm sure it's still a struggle, it but I, I feel, I, I feel like you've definitely gotten a lot more comfortable in yeah. your, in yeah. your skin as far as uh, your performance goes. I've, I've gotten way more comfortable. You know, I, I still have my moments, you know, that where I, you know, I, I I tend to freak out about the little tiniest things. You know, if I don't, if I hit a wrong note or something, then I just I fall into a shell, and so I have to drag myself back out of yeah. it. And, and that's just, that's just my just, personality. No, it's exactly it. Like you're an introvert, man. Yeah. And Scott and I are we're total extroverts. You know. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And, well, uh, and and that's what that's been really cool for me is uh, you know, having you guys like rub off on me a little bit. Yeah. You know, and, and help me out in that whole thing, even like you know unintentionally, just like setting a really cool example of you know, how to do that kind of thing. Which is funny. Like it, it, when, when I say it's funny, like I'm not like putting down what you're saying. I'm just, uh, uh, in my mind, that's not something that's like ever going through it. You know, yeah. like I'm not like, oh man, like Donnie's watching or, you know, like, like I'm doing something that somebody else is watching and being like, man, how could I do it? It's just, yeah. and I'm sure Scott's the same way. It's just like, uh, oh, okay. Somebody said something. Okay. I got a response to that <laughs> and I'm going to say it out loud no matter what the hell it is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I, I will never be that. I'll never. My mind doesn't think that fast. I'm kind of slow, but it'll, it never thinks fast enough to be able to pull off the wit. You know, sometimes <laughs> you it got is. some wit, dude. Some, sometimes I can, I can, I get a zinger in there, but oh, you, you definitely know. do. Definitely I'm definitely do. the dork of the band. You are the dork of the band, but that's the good thing. That's why people love you. <laughs> I don't mind it. I'm just the ass looker. I get to look at all your asses. You're the eye candy of the band. I don't know about that. That's, that's stretching <laughs> it a little bit. Have you seen Tim? He's got that glorious locks of hair uh, there. Yeah, long Indian hair. All right, dude. He's, he's not Indian, but yeah, he has the full-on th- Indian hair. I thought he was Indian. I don't I think, not. no. I he's, thought he was no, no, he's Native American. We probably shouldn't talk about this. Why shouldn't we? I don't know, but it feels wrong, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. We should just yeah. ask him the next I, time we see him. Well, I did <laughs> ask him one time. I'm like, what are you? Did he not get a straight answer out of him? Well, he, yeah, no, I don't remember what he that said. That or he didn't remember. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I can't remember what I am, but. Yeah. But that does yeah. happen. Like, you know, I, I'm a mutt, dude. I, I've got, like, I got English in me. I got, uh, I got some uh, uh, Irish in me. I got Ukrainian in me. I got Russian, I got German. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, dude, I got like so much stuff in me. Like, uh, yeah, I was a, uh, I think I, um, Irish German mix kind of thing. A grub. I'm trying to figure out where that would even be. I have from. no idea. Grub. From Raynell, West Virginia. I was gonna say that sounds very American <laughs> to me. Like that. That's it was probably old grub. Oh, <laughs> grab a hand or something like that. <laughs> old explains why I like wearing dresses. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. A kilt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's called a kilt. <laughs> so speaking of kilts, so you know, I, I being a dork, you know, I like to go down to Goodwill mm-hmm. every now and then and like look for things that I like to look for. And there's a dude that works in the uh, the new Goodwill over here in AJ mm-hmm. that wears a kilt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you can totally wear that here. Then. Like a full on kilt. Nice. And he has like a big beard, you know, and like boy. that little fluffy thing that hangs down in the oh, front of the kilt. You know, you know, homeboy's not wearing any underwear. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure he's not. <laughs> and like these these combat boots that come up to his knees. Wow, man, yeah, he's, he's like a, devoted. He, to he's that. a character, man. Wow, dude, that's like uh, Jonathan Davis from Corn or something. Yeah, I call him Braveheart whenever <laughs> whenever I see him. <laughs> Fucking, there's William Wallace over there. <laughs> Where's this two-handed uh, bastard sword? I don't, I don't think he appreciates it. But. Probably no. <laughs> Do it right to his face. You're like, hey, Willie. Well, well, no, but my son Nathan did, <laughs> and that's that's where it came from. It was, it was <laughs> that's Nathan. hilarious. Like we were looking for something, and he goes, "Dad is Braveheart." <laughs> like, he's like, like everybody in guys. that corner of the store could hear. Him. Like. Oh, Oh my god! I can hear you. <laughs> oh, me Braveheart. That's terrible. We're terrible people. What's that? What was the dude's name? Uh, Long Shanks or whatever. Yeah, that was the king. That was the king. And then, what was Bruce? The Bruce something. The Bruce. I have to watch it again. I and haven't seen that movie the, forever. The Scottish king or whatever, but they were called the Bruce. Yeah, yeah. 
I still I don't I'll, know how that works. Every time I hear that, I'm like, so that dude is his name, the other person's name. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> his name, the Bruce. It's like, oh, like, the, I, like somebody would be calling, you know, like Donnie the Kit. <laughs> you know, like that's the dumb shit that runs through my mind yeah, on that kind of stuff. That's pretty dumb. <laughs> Dude, dumb. that movie's messed up. Okay, like it's just even talking about that movie. Like I remember, like watching that, and uh, it's a cool movie. You know, Braveheart's legit. It's mm-hmm. a good flick, except for the part where he gets drawn and quartered. I cannot stay in the room. Serious? If it, that part's happening, it's, like it's I not cannot. That, it's not graphic. Dude, it's not graphic, but just the thought of it, like yeah. even going through my mind, the fact that you know, like this is all happening. He's just like freedom, and like <laughs> just like pulling his innards out. I'm just like. Yep, that's yeah. when I got to peace out. I always <laughs> wondered kind of what was going on down there. Could you see his body jerk? Like, what are they doing? It's drawn and quartered, I thought, man. I thought they were like pulling his toenails no, out or something. No, they pull your intestines out like as you're alive. Ew. And then they cut your body in quarters. That's why they call it they call it drawn. Like oh. they're drawing all your innards out while nice. you're alive. And then they quarter you Oh. while you're alive. Yeah, it's kind of messed up. That's yep. why I really was just like. Probably not alive for very long. Oh, probably not. Hopefully not. I that could sounds, imagine that'd be a terrible way to go. That's like, terrible. Uh, but that's probably why he's, you know, remembered through history. And, uh, yeah. you know, we're doing a podcast to try to be. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. I feel like I, I, I've been so stressed out the past week, you know, because uh, we're going to Canada next mm-hmm. Tuesday. We're leaving um, Tuesday. And I've been so stressed out all week long because, you know, we have, you know, Music charts and all this stuff we have to learn for not just ourselves, but you know we're, we uh, we're backing up other people, you know, while we're there too. And I just feel like I just haven't. I'm I'm like maybe behind the game or something. I like I have not. I'm not. I know I'm prepared, but I I feel like I'm not as prepared as I have been in the past years. Well, I feel like our uh, our rehearsals, you know, the last two years we've had to do more of them. Mm-hmm. But but that was because we didn't know the music as well. Yeah. Now that we've done as many rehearsals that we did, or have done, I should say, um, I feel like going into it this year, it's just like, oh, man, like, yeah, I'm already comfortable with this. I don't feel as, you know, I don't feel like as much like I have to look at what I'm playing. I can actually play to the music a little bit more. Yeah, I was talking to Heather about it yesterday, and and I said, you know, I I feel like I'm just more stressed out this year than I have been. She goes, no, you're you're like this every... Every every July, I'm like, oh, okay. This is uh, this is why we have the ladies in our life here. <laughs> right. Keep us uh, keep us sane. So, it's like, yeah. am I am I different than a? No, no, you're exactly <laughs> you're exactly you're exactly same. how I expect you to be right now. <laughs> All so, right. okay, I got to tell you, I, I ended up with a snake in my house this week. <laughs> yeah, stop that. And is this thing gonna kill you in the middle of the night? I don't know. I hope not. But it's a funny story, like how it worked out. Okay, so. I have a downstairs bathroom. When you first walk in my house, there's a guest bathroom right there. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, the kids tend to use that. And that's you know they just I don't know why they come downstairs to use that bathroom. Really? Like they have one upstairs yeah. and they come downstairs for it. So and we've had two like you know like animal related incidents in that bathroom in the past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the first one was a couple weeks ago, and Nathan came down to use the bathroom. This is going to sound disgusting, but so he sat. You know, on the yeah, toilet, and he sat on a wasp. Ah! Like, and ended up with a like baseball-sized welt on his butt, and he ah! and, and I thought it was funny as hell. That but, is uh, funny, but gosh, <laughs> that's terrible. And then a week later, you know, because that's so many things could have gone wrong in that general vicinity, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're a lucky, dude. Right. <laughs> and then a week later, Kylie's using that bathroom, and she catches like you know the midsection of a snake like going around the door frame corner like coming out from underneath the wallboard it like created a hole or something of some oh, sort my gosh and uh she came upstairs and she's <laughs> screaming yeah well she, what she did was uh i was i was still asleep because it was uh early morning and it was one of our you know i didn't get to bed till three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. so i didn't get up till like nine but she came in at like eight and we had rehearsal you know for that day and she said uh you know i, I she go, she called her mom first to told her about it and and Heather said, "Well, go wake up your dad, but do it really nice. You know, don't startle him." I was gonna say because you probably scream like a girl. And I'm laying in bed, and and I hear somebody come in my bedroom, and I kind of roll over, and and she goes, "My my daughter, she goes, Dad. Um, first of all, good morning. Um, it, it, just a reminder, it's eight thirty, and you you're supposed to be at rehearsal at ten o'clock. You know, and that's what you told your mom, told mom. And I said, "Oh, okay. Well, thanks." 
I already had my alarm set, but thanks for coming in and double checking on me. And then she goes, oh, and there's a rattlesnake in the house. (laughs) (laughs) That's smooth. (laughs) And so I jump straight up and, you know, being like a big boy like me, you know, I I have one of them CPAP machines, Mm -hmm. you know. And so, yeah, I I, I fully like pulled it off my my nightstand and it was, I I, I come out like, like, you know, like the dude from Last Jedi when he wakes up from his medical thing, you know, and he has the tubes hanging all off of Finn. Yeah, Finn. Finn, And he's like stumbling down the hallway, falling down and and stuff. Did you have like the bubble wrap clothing? (laughs) No, I didn't have that. (laughs) But yeah, so I run downstairs and... Nathan, he's already on it. You know, he's my rattlesnake killer. He's already taken care of many of them for is he us. Like the crocodile hunter, he's like, "Crikey, Dad, did you see the size of that snake?" <laughs> he is. So he's got like a like a. <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I should tell anybody this, but like he's he's down there with a like a piece of metal, like a like a like a safety pin or something. Not a safety pin, but a uh, paper clip oh. that he unfolded, and he's like poking it underneath the floorboard, trying to poke the snake. Yeah. And he's got his flashlight down there, and he's like, Dad, I can see it. It's right here. If I poke it, it moves. <laughs> says, Don't poke it. Poke it. Stop it. Right. I mean, it can't come out from right there because the baseboard was right there. But I looked down there, and it, it looked like I couldn't see the tail or the head or anything, but it looked like a rattlesnake, a baby rattlesnake, like inside the wall board. You know, I pulled out the little bit of you know fragment right there so I could see in there. And yeah. It's still there? Well, no, it's not there, but hmm. I never got it out. You know, hmm. I, by the time I got, you know, access to it, you know, there was nothing there. So man. I'm sure it moseyed on to outside wherever it came let's in at. Let's hope, man, whatever portal from hell it came from, let's hope it went back. Yeah. Jeez. Dude, that would piss, that'd scare the piss out of me. Yeah, I was, I was pretty pretty sure it was a, it was a rattlesnake because we have a whole bunch at my yeah, place. Yeah, you got them like right next door, don't you? Well, we live like, first of all, we have like, you know, it's just desert behind my house. Yeah. And there's a canal back there, so there's, you know, water supply. And, you got a bunch of rabbits right next yeah, to you, Yeah, right? and then there's like a, a green belt that I live next to. And it seems to be like a bunny rabbit convention center. You know, they, they just flock there. They have mass on Sunday and stuff. And the rabbits flock there. Yeah, <laughs> they do. The rabbits flock there. So, yeah, I've got rattlesnakes everywhere. I mean, we all we go through, you know, every summer there's probably, a, you know, a handful of rattlesnakes that show up somehow. And, you know, Nathan's always the one that, like, you know, Out dispatches them. Crocodile hunting it. But, uh, Crikey, look at this one. It's awful pissed off now. Yeah. And I, I couldn't get a really good close look at it, you know, but... um. Now that I think about it, I don't think it was a rattlesnake. You know, it yeah. looked more like a like a night snake, which are still I venomous. Even know. I was gonna say, no matter what kind of snake it was, I'd probably be crying like a little girl, like oh, I get him yeah. out of the wall. I kind of, I kind of felt bad that my, you know, my my thirteen year old son is like, you know, hunting down this rattlesnake, and and uh, I was upstairs sleeping. I don't think there's anything wrong with that because uh, I mean, growing up in Minnesota, we didn't really have poisonous snakes that I remember ever having. We had gardener snakes. Yeah. And uh, I'd always be out catching those things. I remember that when I was, you know, my I was like 11, 12 area, yeah. you know. And, I mean, granted, you know, a little bit higher stakes with a, a rattlesnake. But, I mean. There's there's poisonous or venomous snakes in uh, Minnesota, isn't there? I, I don't mean, think so. Hmm. There's not a whole lot of things that are trying to kill you other than like a bear or, you know. All the mosquitoes. Like are, a bull, moose or something. Mosquitoes shit. up in Minnesota seem to be the size of pterodactyls. <laughs> they don't. The last trip around, we took man. to Minnesota, I don't know how I came back with my legs. <laughs> right, dude. You look like a. I look like a leper. You look, you look like you had Braille on your legs, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you had a story <laughs> written by the mosquitoes yeah, trying was, to communicate. It was nasty. but. Well, yeah, anywhere that you go that's by water. That's like in the country out there. Mm-hmm. Like, why'd you do quotations on? Country? Well, when I say like country, I mean like why the quotes are there is because like when you're in the city, mm-hmm. well, Minnesota has a shit ton of lakes, right? Just like everywhere, lakes, and, yeah. and like when you're in the city, they treat for mosquitoes, so you don't have nearly the amount of mosquitoes that they're still there, but not at all to the extent like what we deal with when we go up to the country. Yeah. That's why I did the quotes there, and uh, because they don't. Like all that, all that area that we're at up there is considered yeah. um, uh, not marshland. What they call that? The wetland. Swamp. It's wetland. They call that. Oh. And apparently, that's protected now. So, not a whole lot of chemicals that you can spray legally, you know, to get rid of mosquitoes like that. Hmm. So, especially like because that lake that we go to, it's a that's got the I think they said it's the got the most coastline out of any other uh, lake in Minnesota. Really? Yeah. 
So it's like that big. And I mean, it's, it's still not the biggest lake in Minnesota, but as far as coastline goes, it's got the most. I don't know how that works, but somebody told me that and somebody tells me something. I just believe it, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. but the point is, is that it's out in the country and, you know, it's uh, it's right by water. And on top of that, you know, there's a, you know, they're going to go to any light source because it yeah. is in the middle of the country. So you turn on the, the cabin light and it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> so last year when we were in Minnesota, that first night that we were in there, mm-hmm. like there was the most intense thunder lightning storm Dude. I'd ever seen in my whole life. I thought like we had bad lightning storms here. Like I thought the monsoon was like the king of it, you know, but that was terrifying. Dude, no, that I remember... Yeah, it's it is crazy because being on the lake like that, like the thunder and the lightning hit, like and it just like echoes, like yeah, crazy. And I remember there's there's two cabins out where that where we stay out there, mm-hmm. and me and my dad and my brother were staying at the other cabin one time. Yeah, and one of those thunderstorms happened, and I remember looking out the window, and I remember seeing like four bolts of lightning hitting separate parts of the lake, and just the loudest <laughs> thunderclap that I'd ever heard in my life. I yeah. was, I thought I was going to break all the windows. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. Like I, I, thought, I thought this was it. Heather and I are going right now. We're dying. <laughs> this is it. And Cliff and, uh, <laughs> right. and Wayne. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought we were done for. Like, the windows were, like, pulsating like yeah. this. The walls were, like, shaking and stuff. Yeah, I, I never, know, man. That's that a, was crazy. No joke. Well, we have, like, the quick, quick angry storms here, and we have, like, the, uh, the uh, microbursts Microburst, yeah. and all that fun stuff, but they're, like, quick. Yeah, like out there, it's just because there's so much water. It's just they when they do have rain and all that kind of stuff, it just kind of lingers, and I think it just gets stronger, you know. Right. Apparently, just like the whole East Coast and Midwest is just getting rocked right now with like heat. Oh yeah. To the point that like that, I mean, to us, we're just like, oh, it's 97 degrees. Wusses, you know. Wusses. They're just like, oh my, God. we don't have like air conditioning and stuff, and yeah, we got like 100 like percent humidity, humidity right now, and. We're going to die, which is funny because, like, you know what that is like yeah. now because when we were up in Minnesota, it was only, like, 91 degrees, and we were playing yeah. at that one gig outside, and you were, like, about ready to pass out. Well, I, that was more direct sunlight than anything else. I I can remember growing up in West Virginia, and there was a couple summers there where, you know, it, 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 it got to be, like, 100 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I remember. But 100% yes. humidity. That, that kills people. It does. You know, it, it's, it's, it's terrible. That's, like, how, <coughs> excuse me, that's how people get, like, uh, uh, heat stroke. Yeah. And the crazy thing about heat stroke is like, you, you, there's not really, I mean, there is things you can see, but like, unless you're like looking out for it, it's like really easy to miss. Yeah. I remember my grandpa got that once up in Minnesota again. And we we're like, it wasn't like a super duper hot day, but it was like what you were dealing with where yeah. he was just like, he was in direct sunlight watching us like in the swimming pool. So he didn't drown, you know? Right. And, uh, yeah, he was uh, just sitting on a hammock, and like he asked one of us to go get him a blanket, and it was a pretty hot day for yeah, summer. Like, uh, are you like, sure? He's like, yeah, give me a blanket. Like he was cold, and we're like, eh, I don't know what that is. Okay, we're gonna go back to swimming. And my grandma comes home, and she's like, Oh my gosh, what's happening? <laughs> like, has he been like this all day? We're like, Yeah. I'm like, Okay, we gotta get him to the doctor. And they're like, Yeah, he had a heat, heat stroke. I'm like, Oh, that's good. I got heat stroke one time. Yeah, in my life. It wasn't in Minnesota. No, it wasn't. It was here. The first time I. My first trip out to Arizona, when mm-hmm. we, uh, the first like time we moved here, we had uh, I was in elementary school. Can't remember exactly what grade it was. Chad Borman to tell you about this though. Yeah, he was there, <laughs> and we had it was field day, so it was like springtime. I I never heard of field day. I didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. Field day was a day where you just spent out, you know, out in the playground doing activities all day long, mm-hmm. running around in circles. Yeah, and it's you know 100 degrees, 100 and, you know five degrees outside. And I wore black pants and a black long sleeve shirt to school. <laughs> Went full goth for <laughs> field did. day, huh? I did, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I almost died. It was it was pretty bad. I believe it, yeah, and I, that's the thing that's uh, a lot of people don't realize when they come here from really humid climates is that like when it's hot in humid places, you feel yourself sweat and it just stays on you. Yeah, like here it evaporates just so quickly, so like, you don't, you don't realize like how much you're actually losing, and then you tend yeah. to, you know, need to drink some water. <laughs> right. But you don't know, you know, it doesn't give you the same, uh, you don't get the same uh, signals to, like, you know, kind of tell you, like, hey, you should Rehydrate. drink some water here. Yeah, yeah it was, it was it, my first couple summers here in Arizona were interesting. I, I never felt anything like that before. Yeah. I believe it. No, people do die from that. Like, it's a no joke. Like, yeah. pretty, I, I've read in the news, like, a former, I think it was a cardinal, Former Cardinal died 
few weeks ago, or like a, not even weeks ago, a few days ago. Yeah. He died from a heat stroke. Wow. Yeah. Just recently? Only, yeah, that was, was a only, couple like, days ago? Yeah, he was only like 29. Oh, geez. He was like 28, 29. Like, he was not an old fella. Wow. He died from a heat stroke. And I can't remember if it was here. Like, I, I really read the story well, but, you know, but yeah. I, I did read that. I was like, dude. Wow. That dude's like the peak of physical, you know, like fitness. Yeah. And it, heat stroke time. got him. Yeah. In his 20s. You know, what's interesting is I can remember when I was a kid, like, Chad Borman was my best friend growing up out mm-hmm. here. And we spent all of our summers, like, you know, playing Army Guy. We dress up in, like, our family's, you know, leftover fatigues. Mm-hmm. Go out in the desert and shoot each other with BB guns, you know. And we'd spend all day out in the desert, you know, 115 degrees yeah. you know, in fatigues, head to toe. And, you know, I, I never had a problem then, but... That first summer here, that that I don't know if I acclimated to it yeah. or whatever, but it didn't ever seem to bother me then. And then I get to be you know old and you know fat, and then <laughs> now now it's now it's like death. <laughs> I remember when my first winter out here was very different. You don't have winter. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like like my first winter being out here, you know, we had I moved out here when like '96. Yeah. So, so the winter before that in Minnesota was like stupid. Like it was just ridiculous amounts of snow and just fucking cold you know yeah. and i come out here and like it's winter time and like everybody's wearing like all their coats and stuff and like getting all really like bundled and i like i go outside and i'm like this is like this is the weather that we're like getting our swimsuits on you know <laughs> <laughs> so like i'm wearing like a muscle shirt and like you know really short like no yeah. when i say really short i'm just mean shorts mm-hmm. maybe they were really short shorts with the v cut yeah right <laughs> dude i'd just ro- i'd rock that to school and like people look at me just like what is wrong with you? I'm like, I am not cold at all. I don't know what you wusses are like worried about right now. But like I and now I think back to it and I do explicitly remember like there being like frost on grass. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, that's pretty cold. <laughs> it got to thirty two at some point. At some you know? point. Yeah. <laughs> so that that that's like what I remember. I remember going swimming in pools out here. Like yeah. nobody else would be swimming and me and my brother would just be like, I just gotta get used to the water. We just jump in and you know. <laughs> <laughs> we got acclimated to it, you know. We get into it and be like, okay, we'd just be swimming in there. But you know, I'm sure people are just like, "What is wrong? What with is these wrong people? with these people?" <laughs> when they say wow. they say pop instead of soda, and they call it a bag instead of a bag, like I'm pretty sure they're aliens. It took me a long time to stop saying pop. Yeah, a long time. I think I was like almost 20 when I stopped saying, "Dang, pop. dude." Yeah, I, I think I got. I think that was one of the first things that I was just kind of. I give up. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I'll call it soda. I'll call it soda. Yeah, I don't want you to think I'm in like a alien or something. Yeah, I didn't know it was a thing until somebody called me out on it and like, why do you keep like this it is pop? not pop? Yeah, it is it's soda. It's a pop. And you're like, you guys are just saying it's stupid, <laughs> right? That's that's like the formal word for it, like, right. dork, right? <laughs> well, it's fine. At least the at least it's not like you know, it's like Georgia or somewhere in the South there where they call everything Coke. Yeah, you know, everything's I'll have Coke. A Sprite Coke. <laughs> What? what? <laughs> they make those? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but Dr. Pepper Coke. <laughs> you, you know what's funny is, is, is speaking of Coke, like uh, I grew up with uh, um, the idea of like taking your Coke or Pepsi bottle and like filling it up with like, you know, halfway up with peanuts and then mm-hmm. eating your peanuts inside your, your Coke. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. 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 Nobody out here does that. They don't. No, I kind of remember doing stuff like that. I don't think I did it a whole lot, but I do remember that. Yeah. I miss that. I, I do it every once in a while, and my kids think I'm weird. And all the cool like stuff. disgusting or something. Yeah, all the cool stuff that you did kind of growing up. Yeah. Like that. Like, and it's definitely different, like East Coast, Midwest, compared to out here. Yeah. I feel like growing up is very different. Did you hear that? that sound? I don't know. That was an odd noise that came from this bottle. <laughs> I'm going to just say that to your mic cable. Yeah, what you, what's funny, not funny, but like everybody that lives out here in Arizona doesn't come from Arizona. Yeah, doesn't seem like, except people. for my wife, Heather. She's from here. Uh, my wife's but I don't know anybody else that's from Arizona. Yeah, Janelle's from here. Is she? Yeah. Her parents are from uh, upstate New York, but like she's she's a native. No. Oh. But most of the people are transplants, at least, you know, a generation or so yeah. back, it seems like. Yep. That is funny because, like, I remember when I say funny, huh? I don't know it, uh, how it goes along <laughs> with what we're talking about is uh, like my friend who was uh, when I was growing up in high school or high school, junior high and, you know, elementary uh, out here. Uh, he was a native Arizonan, but his I can't even remember if it was his dad 
mm-hmm. or I know for a fact it was his grandfather actually founded a city up in Minnesota, and uh, the city was named after his last name. His name was Crosby. Yeah. A place up in Minnesota is called Crosby Ironton. Yeah. And, like, my friend went up to Minnesota with me and my brother one time, and uh, <laughs> we went into Crosby Ironton, and apparently there was, like, a, a museum all set up with, like, the history of Crosby Ironton. Yeah. And whoever the curator was, curator was, um, like, wanted to meet my friend really bad and, like, took pictures with him, like, and has him, like, up in the really? up in the museum <laughs> up there. But he's, like, totally native Arizonan kid, but there's, like, wow. pictures of his grandpa all over in the wall there. Like That's weird. Being a founder of Crosby <laughs> Ironton, Minnesota. How weird. Yeah, it's very crazy how that all works. And, yeah. like, you know, everybody's kind of how the web works across, you know. Yeah. It's a small world. It is. And apparently, like, I'm related to the Roosevelt's or something like that. I got, like, some way that I'm related to them. Yeah. I wish I was, like, related a little more so I had some of that money. Some of that money would have been nice, yeah. But, you know, whatever. I can at least say, hey, apparently I'm related to them Roosevelt fellas. I've got I've got Ulysses S. Grant in my family tree. Oh, that's pretty legit. Yeah. That's going back. I don't know way. exactly where, but at least that's Somewhere. what I've been told. One of the tree. I don't know if it's one of the lower <laughs> hanging ones or one right. of the higher ones. One of the higher ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's a... That's crazy. Again, just going with all that. Like, uh, there's part of my heritage that goes all the way back to like one of the Mayflower trips. Really? Yeah. That, see, that's a cool thing to like tell people. Yeah, like I've got one side of my family has that, but then another side is like you know, like three or four generations back, we came from Germany. Yeah. And uh, I think I got Polish also. Some of that too. Polish. Yep. So have you been to Germany? Never been to Germany. I would love to go to Germany. Yeah, you were just talking about. Uh, how you uh, didn't re- realize that where we go in Canada is a high desert. Yeah, before we went up there for the first time, I remember Kenny telling me that that uh, this area where this festival exists is high desert. Mm-hmm. I thought, you never really think of, like, Canada having desert. Yeah. Did you hear the ghost? I didn't. What did the ghost say? I don't know, but it said something. It said, Donnie. This place is haunted. It's creepy to be here you in the middle of the night. You let the boat fall on me. Oh. <laughs> You don't hear that? No. Hold on. Maybe it's just my... Maybe I'm just hearing something in my headphones. Yeah, I don't hear anything. Weird. You know, maybe it'll be something I listen back to and I hear it like having a whole conversation right next to (laughs) us. (laughs) Right. You know, there's some things up here on the catwalk that I should probably take down. Like, that's... (laughs) Nobody can see it on the camera, but there's a dummy, like a mannequin... Up here, who's wearing my first set of overalls that I had here at the hitching post, and like a, and he has a like a pillowcase over his head with the eyeball cut out. Yeah, and like the eye looks like it's terrified. <laughs> right next to a skeleton. So is there is there a way I can I can move this real quick um, or no? I mean, no. <laughs> That'll be a pain in the ass. Well, you can see the you can see the legs on oh, it. Yeah, the legs are terrifying, mannequin. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some scary stuff up there. You know what's fun about that is it just means people are going to have to come in here and see what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> so Nathan was here with me recently, like helping me redo all the lighting system yeah. and stuff. And so I had him up there, like, a, you know, fishing cable and stuff. And there, there's a there's an abnormal amount of, like, naked mannequin parts <laughs> laying up there. Right. And then it's not just, like, a full-on mannequin. No, it's just, just a, there's like an arm here or a leg mannequins. or an ass or yeah. something. and. <laughs> And I remember Nathan. He goes. He goes. Dad, why, why do you have so many naked mannequins up here? For some reason, I, they bought a lot of mannequins. Well, I don't know, son. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, we were going to have a fashion I, show I, here. I have no answer for that. That is a catwalk, after all. <laughs> it is a catwalk. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Tender age in a boy's life when you have to answer questions like, "Why is there so many naked mannequins up here?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, well, they used to be, they used to have clothes. I don't know what happened to them. They used to be fully assembled, too. <laughs> and I don't remember them being terrified looking. <laughs> I honestly don't know what happened to all of them, because we used to have them, like, in poses and stuff around the catwalk There's up here. There's still one up over there, and then right next to Jason Aldean, I think. <laughs> Unless they got rid of Jason Aldean. Yeah, I, think I, I think I got rid of that one. <laughs> uh, that cut out. There's a good-looking fella up there. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a... <laughs> There's a lot of fun stuff up there. 
just to go up there and dance around. Uh, and did that whole Michael Jackson thing. We used to have that. Yeah, I was looking uh, at through uh, some old pictures of us from back, you know, in the early days of the Hitching Post. And there's a cool picture of you standing up on the catwalk <laughs> with a wireless mic singing some Michael Jackson probably, song. Probably, probably. Like I don't know who took the picture because they were up there with you, and really? the pictures from like you know behind your head looking down. Oh wow, that's kind of weird. Maybe it was the ghost. I don't know, but I have that picture. I'll send it over to you. You should, dude. I'll put that up on the Facebooks. It'll be a good time. You're wearing like this black hat of some sort. Hmm. I don't know what it is. It's like hmm. one of those uh, derby hats. Had a derby hat? Yeah, but I think it was like one of the leftover oh, ones like from somebody, like New Year's Eve or something. Somebody brought like one of the Michael Jackson fedoras or something. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. I think it was like a plastic New Year's Eve derby. Hmm. I could be wrong. Anyways, I mean, that probably fit the whole Michael Jackson theme pretty well. Well, no. No, <laughs> not at all. I can't Maybe. wait to see this picture then. Maybe. I don't <laughs> it's gonna know. It's going to be like, oh, gosh, yes, it looks like a <laughs> 1920s, like whatever the male version of a flapper is. But but it is a cool picture of you because it, the it's looking from, like, over your shoulder. So you see, like, you know, your head, and then you're holding the mic, and then, you know, the, it's all full down here and stuff. And I was I pretty, do, I pretty envious of that. I anybody taking a picture of that. I got one. Hmm. I'd be interested in seeing that. Yeah, I'll send it over to you. Back in the day before Facebook? Uh, yeah, I think we were still using MySpace. <laughs> the MySpace machine. Which is back now, apparently. That's apparently. a thing again. Well, apparently it's for musicians. I don't know. Nobody that I know uses it for anything. Mm. But apparently it's supposed to be for folks like us. <laughs> I don't know anything about that stuff. Yeah. I, I just figured out Facebook you know, not too long ago. Do you know who bought MySpace? I'm going to guess. It was either Google or that was my answer, Google. Mm, yeah, no, it wasn't Google or whatever your other answer was. It was Justin Timberlake. Really? Justin Timberlake owns MySpace now. I don't know if he's the sole owner, but I know he's like a, like a major holder of That's weird. MySpace. That's apparently why it's a music, music thing. platform now. Mm. Yeah, I remember when that was huge, you know, and you made your page. Look all stupid and stuff. <laughs> like, I don't have a top eight. I have a top 16. Right. My friends. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Back in the day when, you know, security didn't matter so much. These pages were just like, yeah, put whatever HTML you want in here and just make it look like whatever. Yeah. I don't think I ever had, like, my a personal MySpace page. I did. I think I, I had one for, like, whatever band I was in at the time. Yeah. No, I had a personal one. I, I go back and I look at it every once in a while, and I'm like, man. I remember all these pictures. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember all of these, and, I'm, and I look through, and I, I don't know if I can see. All. I don't know if I can see any of the comments anymore, though. I kind of feel like that's a thing I don't really see. I'd like. I'd be interested in seeing if there's any like private messages. Just see what, po- what people may have written and what I may have <laughs> written the, back in back the, in the day. Hmm. But so that, that was also the day of AOL Instant Messenger. Like I remember, me and all my friends used that. Yeah. I don't know. Is it that? Is MySpace that old? Dude, that, isn't AOL like that's like late nineties? Yeah, but just because of uh, it wasn't necessarily that you were using AOL to use as your internet service. It was uh, it was AAM AOL Instant Messenger was just yeah. a separate. You could just download that separately, and oh, like, everybody used that. Yeah, I remember. But, but yeah, that was that's early two, early two thousands. That was easy for me to say. I never used. The AIM stuff. I, I think I was kind of using Netscape. Remember Netscape, Netscape, remember Netscape <laughs> yeah, Navigator? I remember Netscape. And, <laughs> and that turned into Firefox. Did it? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't know if it itself completely did, but I know a lot of the people went from Netscape to Firefox. Yeah. Yep. Back in the day when, like, Earthlink was, like, a big oh, yeah. provider. And, remember that? Earthlink. Uh, ISP and all that shit. Speaking of, speaking of the internet, so the first time I ever, like, had any computer exposure mm-hmm. in my life was after I met Heather and mm-hmm. Heather's parents. And Heather's dad was a, a like an IT director for Motorola. Oh, awesome. And so he had a computer in the house that he yeah. worked on. But this was like just before like, you know, the internet really came along. So they didn't have the internet. But, you know, his computer like had a dial-up modem so yeah. he could like dial into the library and like check out books and the thing. And yeah. I thought that was the most insane thing yeah, I'd ever yeah, heard yeah, of. Yeah. Like, I can look at what the library has, not that I ever did. Right, from my house. 
Right from like from the house. I that's, could that's, take a look at the old Dewey Decimal bar. System there. Bizarre. <laughs> and I remember like I, I I sat on his computer and I because I, uh, he had a uh, he had one of those mahjong games on there and I used to like playing that mahjong thing. I wouldn't even know how to play that game. I see that uh, game so easy. all the time. It's so and easy, I'm just but it, like mahjong, that's just the name of it is is terrifying to me. Yeah, I used to play that game on that computer, and I was fishing around on the computer one day and. Um, I can't remember. I think it was like Windows 3-ish. Maybe It might have been 95, wow. if, to be honest. I was going to say Windows 3. That was like late 90s. Well, that was like Old, early mid 90s. Mid to late 90s. No, yeah. no, no that, was, that was early 90s. 90s. Yeah, early 90s. 95 yeah, would have literally been mid 95. <laughs> yeah, so, but anyway, there was uh, this uh, MIDI sequencer program, like built into Windows at that time. I think it was huh. called um, Majestic or Maestro or something like that. And I looked at it, and it's laid out like a lot like what Pro Tools is laid out, where you mm-hmm. have like a mixer window and an edit window. And I remember sitting looking at that thing, and uh, you know, playing around with some like MIDI stuff in on that computer. And I thought, wouldn't it be so cool if like I I could actually record audio like this? <laughs> no, I, and I never forgot we are that. Literally thought. doing that right now. Yeah, I never forgot that thought. In fact, just recently, I was kind of digging around on the internet looking for a. Uh, a copy of that original MIDI software because yeah. I wanted to fool around with Dude, it again. I'm sure that's got to be somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I just haven't found it yet. That would be cool to look at that because I remember uh, I remember my friend had a version of Fruity Loops, mm-hmm. um, and we had no idea how to use it. We, we figured out how to get the piano roll going and, like, how to get, like, load different MIDI instruments into it. Yeah. But other than that, like, trying to record our voices. Like, you remember the, that uh, microphone that like every computer had was like that white one that was like this long and it yeah. had like the bass and like yep, I, I just sounded one. like shit, you know. <laughs> yep, I, I know it well. Yeah, yep, yep. Like I remember him having that, and we could not figure out how to make that actually record, yeah. you know, anything onto. But we were able to do some stupid songs with the MIDI. Yeah, I, I got into that stuff, and uh, first time I got exposed to like you know actual computer recording, I was I. I graduated from high school in 97 in you know in May and I started at the Conservatory of Recording Arts and Sciences uh like the following Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh, and wow. uh um they this was before like Pro Tools LE and before the 001 and Inbox and all that stuff. There was no consumer version of Pro Tools. And I had you know it, that 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 school was pretty much an analog school at that time. We had like a Pro Tools lab, yeah, where we had like recording to like, tape and all that stuff. Yeah, we had like three Pro Tools like uh, you know workstations with the old uh, eight TDM eight 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 interfaces, mm-hmm. and they didn't spend any time like showing us a whole lot of stuff in Pro Tools because it was still at that point to where yeah, is this going to work yeah, or not? Yeah, you know, everybody that. everybody back then called it slow tools. Ah, uh, no. Yeah, because it you know, it, would, it was like rendering, you know, like at Pixar, you know, it would just no, take dude, forever. I remember hearing about that, how long it would take for all that stuff. Yeah, so forever. I remember my final project for my Pro Tools class, which I think we were working on, uh, it must have been Pro Tools 3, you know, I think at Jeez, that time. Jeez, man, Pro Tools 3. <laughs> and so for my final project for Pro Tools is I did dialogue replacement for a Ren and Stimpy cartoon. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, and it was pretty fun. I still have that video. Please somewhere. be powdered toast, man. Make <laughs> no, it was a uh, space madness. Oh, yeah. That one. I don't remember that one. I, all I re- literally all I remember from Red and Stimpy anymore is powdered toast, man. Yeah. Um, log. Mm-hmm. Remember that log? Yeah. And uh, don't piss on the electric fence. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember <laughs> a lot of stuff well. I remember <laughs> my kids. You know, had been have seen. I showed that stuff to my kids lately, and I don't know why they don't know that Red and Stimpy stuff, but. They never heard of it until like re- I showed it to them recently, and that was kind of raunchy. Like, oh, I remember was. that being on Nick, but yeah, that was, was also Nick. on MTV. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just like Flux. If, if I think about it, I'm just like, gosh, that was kind of raunchy, like TV yeah. to be like on in the middle of the day. Right. I I love the hell out of it. Me too, man. I, Colton, was all, I was a huge fan of it. Colton, my son, he said, uh, he goes, "You watch this crap." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I watched this crap. It was good." You don't understand the '90s, my son. You just don't get it. You, you just don't, don't understand, understand the, the attitude of the '90s. Straight up, man. You got to show them like Pete and Pete and like all that stuff. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think explains I explains it all. I had such a crush on her, man. I yeah, told, yeah Melissa her, Joan Hart. Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah, I thought yeah she was gonna be my girlfriend. You know when I, <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> when I got past twelve. Yeah, you wanted to be homeboy that climbed up the yeah with the long the the long hair. And yeah. Stuff, yeah, yeah, that that like quintessential nineties like haircut. haircut. I remember like because I've got such curly hair, like I I always wanted haircuts like that. Yeah, and I could never do it. It just never was ever possible because the second I would try to like, okay, my hair's growing out, it's just like. I had that haircut. Yeah, I, I I could see that, and you totally have stick straight hair. Yeah. I could never get away with that stuff. I was just always like, okay, and here it is. Mazel tov, you know, <laughs> like curly hair, no matter what I did. You're like Gallagher. <laughs> I think I was quite that bad. I am working on the bald spot like Gallagher, though. <laughs> it's characteristic. It is. That's characteristic. <laughs> I think they say distinguishing. <laughs> I'm getting distinguished. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen how big Crass has gotten? The conservatory. Yeah, don't they have like multiple uh, campuses? Multiple campuses now. I've only been there one time. I recorded there, uh, like for somebody's project once when I was, you know, in my mid to early twenties. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't super impressed because, like, this poor girl. Like, apparently, like your uh, the way it's supposed to work with whatever project she was doing is, uh, like, she was supposed to be like the producer. Or at least the engineer, like the person in charge. I don't know if she was producer or engineer. Yeah. Um, but, like, apparently, like, all your classmates or a bunch of your classmates are supposed to help you with, like, setting up microphones and yeah. setting up, uh, you know, making sure, like, the, the cables are set where they're supposed to be. And, you know, just because the process of recording, yeah, especially in a studio like that where you're dealing with, like, the, the big, like, SSL boards. I, I, don't, I think they had an SSL board in that big room. I can't remember if it was an SSL or Neve. Yeah, well, I think they have an, they have an SSL now. Okay. They okay. did when I was there. Okay. Yeah, but it was, it was a sizable board, and there was a lot of equipment that needed to be set up. And, like, it was her and one other person. Like, there was supposed to be, like, ten people that showed up to help her out. And, like... Nine of them just ditched out on her. So, yeah. like, we were supposed to get, like, three songs done, and we barely were able to get one song done. Yeah, that's, that's a bummer. See, what, so when, I went out, when I went there, it was just the one campus, mm-hmm. the one in Tempe. And uh, in our A room was the Neotech, you know, mm-hmm. board uh, console. And uh, I think in our B room had the AMEC. Um, but for my final project, I had picked out this local, just a... Uh, just some band. I don't even know who they were. They were just a, a name I took off the billboard, you know, mm-hmm. in the office. Because bands would come in and post up their info yeah. so that hey, people would call them for... record a demo here. Yeah, so I picked one, and uh, they... I don't know why, but they were a total no-show for, like, the, my first day of tracking. Really? That yeah, for my final project. And you know, our classes were really small. Like, I think I had four people in my class. Yeah. So I ended up just doing my final project myself. Like really? I, yeah. Which That's kind of cool. They didn't like that idea of doing it. You, they, they actually set it up front like, you know, we know that a lot of you guys are musicians and players and stuff, but don't use this as an opportunity to record your own stuff. You know, you're here to learn how to be an engineer. Why? Not to, well, because that's what, that's, the, that's what it is. You're there to learn how to record, not to play. But I had no I had no option. But op- that's absolutely what everybody does nowadays. Yeah, but that's not what it was. Yeah. And I'll tell you something funny about that. Um after I let me finish this real quick, so I, I went. I, I I did my I did my own project, which was it was actually terrible, but I you know I got a passing grade. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I had to play all the stuff, and then I didn't I did it so what like so my professor wouldn't didn't know that yeah. it was me because <laughs> I didn't want him to think that like I flaked out on having a band or whatever yeah. when they flaked out on me. But speaking of that, about what we were talking about just before that, um, see, I I always I always saw that um. It was going to co- come to that point where everybody was going to be recording in their bedroom and mm-hmm. everybody was going to have a 48-track studio at the end of their bed or yeah. whatever. Um, and my final like written paper that I did was we, we were supposed to do this thing where we talked about like where you know we were going to be in 20 years mm-hmm. and like the, our, 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 our ideas on the future of the recording industry and stuff. And yeah. I wrote my whole paper on you know the big studios disappearing and... Yeah. You know, everybody having Pro Tools on a laptop, and which was an insane thing to think of in 1997 or 1998. Um, and everybody laughed at me. Like, wow. they giggled at me when I, to- I, I told them, I said, you know, there's no way that I'm going to get a job at a big studio coming out of the conservatory because the market is so flooded right now. And mm-hmm. then starting right now, I mean, everything's diminishing. It's gone. Yeah. You know, like, all the big boys are going down. You know, this 
there was they they still will be a, I mean several will be around because you know yeah but you hear because of the vintage mm-hmm. gear you hear all of them uh, you hear every year more and more of them growing down though yeah still but back in back in those days like most of the market was project studios yeah. where people were recording on ADAT and uh you know sound tech you know consoles and stuff mm-hmm. and and that's where most people got jobs at coming out of the conservatory was project studios like that and so I did my paper on this. You know, I'm just going to learn how to do this on my own. I, yeah. I came to the school because I wanted to learn the proper process of signal flow so I could, you know, because I don't see myself ever getting a job. Yeah. And, you know, there's not going to be any opportunity for it. I just want to be able to record at home because I think that's where the future is, recording at home. You and right. everybody <laughs> in my class was like, This really? guy. This is what a dunce. And I'm not going to say I like I saw it. But, I mean, like, it's true, though. 20 years later, you know, here we are. And everybody, you, you listen to the radio, and half the people that are on the radio have never been in a big studio. No, most of these guys, or a lot of these guys are just doing it in their bedroom or, yeah, you know, kind of like what we're doing, like have a I'll, space all set up for it. Most of the stuff that you hear on the radio, you know, came off somebody's laptop. Absolutely. Isn't, it, isn't that crazy, too? Like all the... Uh, all the stuff that you watch and like all the, the like some of the web pages you go to that like say how how you, how you have to do it to do it right you know yeah um it's just like oh you need to have the perfect you know like sound paneling and just like make sure that you don't have like ridiculous high end like you know bouncing off the walls and stuff like that which to some extent is true it, well it, it that is true but to some extent it doesn't really fucking matter because yeah. as long as you're making something that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, and that that's that that's a thing. But you know, if you were to listen, this is going to be a weird discussion because there's it, it, it's a I don't know it's controversial, but you know, there, the, there's a lot of quality that has not that has been lost. Oh, I know? believe that, and uh, not just in you know the recording process and the production, but like in the art of writing. Period. You know, mm-hmm. the whole art has been very cheapened. You know, in a lot of ways. Recording and performing, and uh, I don't know. You know, it's it's. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, but I, you know, I that kinda, is the thing. I, well, I I would have to agree. Like the, the old way, and when I say the old way, which necessarily wasn't the bad way, it was a really good way. And a lot of that stuff sounded. I mean, there's, you you definitely know when you're listening to a recording from the '50s. You know, and you could just hear like you know. They use like maybe four mics to record the whole band kind of thing, you know. Yeah. And then going up to the like the seventies and especially in the eighties when they really started adding the mics in there and starting to get the effects and all that and like just having these multi million dollar studios. Yeah. Into the nineties, right? Um and now uh like we're talking about is just like anybody can get these computers and these interfaces to work on and get these music going on. But uh it's almost like that's part of the, the evolution of it is like, you know, like that's part of the creativity is making the making the room that you're in, even if it's not the perfect situation, yeah. to make it, you know, kind of work with your music a little bit. Yeah. The so problem I, is, is like, you know, when you're used to, you know, hearing something the same way all the time, you don't know the difference. You know? Mm-hmm. Like you don't know like what recording in a bathroom is going to do to the way it sounds like you that, that that's why you know when it comes down to like people having trouble mixing their music at the end like they can't get everything to sit right well there's a reason for that it's mm-hmm. because you know what doesn't sound like echo you know ends up being like you know mm. you can hear that stuff in the mix and you know absolutely. You, but you don't know that you're hearing it because you're so used to hearing it every day you know yeah no absolutely and that's a i think that's a that's a huge thing for uh like for me, when I was learning how to do, because I haven't been doing this nearly as long as you have, but um, when I started doing it, like I remember you gave me like a, your old uh, 002 rack and stuff to to mess around with, and yeah. it just sounded like shit because I didn't know about you know polarity, you know, I didn't know about you know making sure that everything was in phase as far as multi multiple mics go. Yeah. yeah. So I sent you a recording back, and you're just like. Ugh. Gosh, what did I do? <laughs> but, you know, I feel like nowadays, like, I'm definitely a lot farther than I was yeah. back then. And the the whole reason that I'm even able to do anything now is just because I was experimenting. And that seems like, yeah. you know, it would just, even with the old school stuff, was just experimenting. You know, like, all those guys were just experimenting. I mean, they'd figure out something that sounded really good, and then they'd do it forever, you know. Yeah. But... Like all those guys were like trick, like tricking, like messing around with different tricks. Yeah, well, that that's yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. right. 
So it's like it's like the it seems like the apprentice apprenticeship has kind of gone away, and I think that's yeah. kind of what you're kind of alluding to there when you're like, yeah, people yeah. just don't know how to do it because they don't necessarily have the same guidance. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's, what's that's different it. about that too is that we have YouTube. Yeah, but there's a that, that there's a difference though because anybody like us right now mm-hmm. can sit down and like have a YouTube video. And when you see people doing these instructional things on YouTube, that they that are presented awesomely, they're all they all look great. You know, it's all very professional looking. Mm-hmm. But you know, it doesn't. How do I say this without offending anybody? You know, anybody can make it's like writing in Wikipedia. Anybody can write anything they yeah. want in Wikipedia, and then somebody's going to read it and they're going to think that's the truth when maybe it's not accurate. Absolutely, know? but I think that's also part of the experimentation part of that. Yeah, because there's been a bunch of videos that I watch, and a guy's like, "Hey, you should try this thing out. It'll sound really cool." Then I go and I do it, and I'm like, "That sounds like dog shit. I don't know why I listen to that person." Yeah. Well, so then I knew not to do that ever again, and then I'm like, "But if I did it this way, it sounded a lot better." Yeah. One thing I can remember Andy Siegel always telling me was mm-hmm. that you know there's there's no there's no right way and there's no wrong way for any mm-hmm. of it you know it's all it's all experimental anyway yeah you know? exactly but that's but you know it, as far but as it but you had somebody telling you that yeah. is my point you know yeah. that, that's what I'm saying and that's that's kind of like like the apprenticeship has yeah. kind of switched from being like with one person and being like getting their view on it and as opposed to just getting like an iPad or something and watching some YouTube and being like oh I got right. That guy's got some cool stuff. Well, that guy's got some really cool stuff. But on top of that, you're you're getting to deal with like some of the dudes that are like the tip top of the of the food chain and the whole uh, the whole giddy up here as far yeah. as music goes, which that wasn't available back in the day unless you somehow did get some kind of uh, apprenticeship or uh, yeah uh, internship at some of these bigger studios. Yeah, I'm I'm very thankful that I got to you know hang out with some cool guys like that. I believe that. Get man. yelled at, you know. Yeah. You were you were the coffee guy for a while yeah, too, weren't you? Coffee guy for a long time. <laughs> That's yeah. part of your apprenticeship. Yeah. Like, oh man, I bet you if I make this really, really black coffee, yep. I'm gonna make some magic today. But I I got to do a lot of really cool things with that all that stuff. You know, I got to work with the Phoenix Symphony Orchestra, you know, when I was twenty one. You cannot tell me you didn't hear that. What? Like that shh thing that's happening back over here. And I tell him the place is haunted. <laughs> I just heard a little crackle, but I, I'm, a, I'm just kind of saying it's my headphones. <laughs> nope, I heard that. You heard that too? Yeah. Uh, so I, Kit, or, uh, Cliff and I were in here one night finishing up doing some setup, something, late one night, and uh, we were just getting ready to close up the bar, and we were walking around, you know, checking doors and stuff, and... It was just him and I in here. We were the only ones here for like three hours. We were, I think we were hanging speakers or something. I don't know what we were doing. But we're standing over in the back corner of the bar, and this is going to sound like total bull crap, but it's not. But like somebody flipped the kick pedal on the on the kick drum and like yeah. smacked the kick drum. Hmm. And we both looked at each other, then we looked over to the stage. Nobody was there. Because somebody hit the kick pedal. That really <laughs> happened. And it sounds like BS if I tell anybody, but that really happened. Cliff can and, verify it, huh? And, you know, Cliff, what's funny about Cliff is, you know, he acts like he's a slow guy, yeah. like physically, but that going. dude can get down. He can, <laughs> when he gets moving, it, yeah, he, he was fast. It's not like, like uh, goofy, like running <laughs> away from <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Cliff was gone. That's funny. He's, he's done that to me twice now. You know where he's giddied up. <laughs> he's you know? like, "Ah, you're the slowest one. You're dead first. <laughs> we, we, he, yeah, he does, he does that. So we used to have this little tradition where you know we get out, we get done playing here at the Hitchin Post at eight o'clock, mm-hmm. and uh, on Sundays. And so for a while there, Cliff and I were going fishing right mm-hmm. after work. We drive down to Canyon Lake and go fish for a couple hours. So what? <laughs> one night we drive down there, and uh, I throw my pole in the water and. And we're sitting there. We're kind of spread out. We're probably, you know, 50 yards from each other. Mm-hmm. There's like a big tree and like a bush in between us. And like there's a huge rustle yeah. in, in the bush. And I said, Cliff, did you hear that? And he goes, I think it's a mountain lion. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and then what I'm happened? like, what? <laughs> and I said, I said, you got my knife over there? And I walked over and got my knife out of the tackle box that was sitting over there. And I walked back and sat down. And because I was thinking like, skunk or something like that i don't know but i just wanted to have my knife on me and then like this little grumble came out of that bush and 
you know, Cliff in a sitting position, fishing, sitting, you know, went from that position, you know, a hundred yards up to the parking lot, you know, in, in, in five seconds. <laughs> and like the truck was started while I was still like getting, like trying to get my stuff together. That's pretty magical. So don't right ever there. let him fool you, man. He can be athletic. <laughs> <laughs> he got out of there. You're like, what? Am I just a morsel? <laughs> right. Just leave me here to he die. Goes, I don't have to be faster than the bear. I just have to be faster than you. <laughs> like, That's funny. Jackass. <laughs> he totally left me to die, you know. Yeah. Was it was it a mountain lion? I have no idea. But Cliff was ready to go, so we went. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to go down and get my tackle box now. <laughs> I, got, I got everything. <laughs> and and I, he's like, hey, can you get I, mine while you're down there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened. That sounds about right. And so Cliff is a scaredy cat. Scaredy cat. <laughs> We're looking at this uh, as if, you know, he's actually watching us, too. I'm sure yeah. he's not. I he doesn't get the internet on that roto-dial phone of his. <laughs> <laughs> How do I dial Google? He's <laughs> <laughs> all, all yelling at it. Hey, Google. <laughs> Google, no. <laughs> I, got him, I got him one of those. Have you seen those old receivers yeah, that you can, can plug, plug in? in. I got yeah, him yeah. one, you know, a couple years ago. I wonder how often he uses it. I'm sure he does. I don't know, but I thought it was funny. I just imagine him like whittling a piece of wood, like talking to somebody on it. (laughs) I don't know why Cliff, you know, sitting in a rocking chair whittling wood is like the first image that comes to my mind. That's I think that's that's Cliff's, and this is why I love him to death. But that's that's his life ambition (laughs) is when he gets to that point in life where he can just sit in that chair and rock and look at the sky and like just whittle Whittle, wood, whittle some wood. He's gonna be a happy guy. I think we all will be a happy guy when we could whittle some wood looking yep. at the sky. Oh, look at that. What are you making? Today. A piano. <laughs> a piano. a little piece of it. It's just the start of something big, I promise. <laughs> Cliff McBride, love you. Mm. I love you too. <laughs> I love my bass players. That's all there is to it. Low down. Oh, man. Well, Donnie, I think we are kind of getting to an hour here, kind of starting to get a little long-winded. Let's let's nail this thing down. Especially I'm, since, you know, we're both tired as hell. It's still only 2.30 at night. I'm tired. I want to go to bed. <laughs> Me too. Let's go. But what uh, we not together. Do, not together. No, no, no. Separately. No. That, that's going to be in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be in Canada. But uh, what I wanted to say was that uh, if you wanted to uh, check us out on the YouTube machine. We'd really appreciate it if you uh, went on there and did a subscribe and hit the bell button on there. We're just trying to build that channel up a little bit. And if you're already checking us out on the YouTube, come and check us out on Facebook. Facebook. The Facebooks. And we're already set up on the uh, the podcast app for Apple. And I had He's the one that did all this. I have no idea how this stuff works. Yeah. So got it all set up on Stitcher, like all those podcast apps. So I don't even know what wanna, said. If you don't want to watch our ugly mugs, you can just listen to our beautiful, beautiful voices instead. My radio voice. Right. Yeah, your voice you, Your voice comes across really well. My voice, I, I, I didn't realize how goofy I sounded all the time. I sound goofy. I can't stand hearing myself. Oh, dude, you got like the sexy low end in your voice. I just sound like a, Not right now. I got like this nasal thing. I just on. sound like I got like this weird monotone thing. Like, I didn't realize how weird I sound. <laughs> You sound like a math teacher. You sound like, <laughs> right? like it's like some nasally thing. Like right. I must really annoy some people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> but anyways, check us out. Donnie Grub Band. We're basically in like everything. Facebook, you know, YouTube, all that stuff. Donnie Grub Band. <laughs> Donnie just saw another ghost. <laughs> I swear. And uh, before we get eaten up by whatever poltergeist is running around here, you guys have a wonderful week. <laughs>